Hello and welcome to StarCast for the 7th of September 2021. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, the host of PlanetWaves.fm and the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope here with your week ahead look at planetary positions and movements uh, for Tuesday. So I'm going to do uh, just two editions this week. We'll be back with another one on Friday. The Virgo New Moon took place on the 6th of September, 8.51 p.m. Eastern Daylight. All times in this podcast are Eastern Time. Uh, this was a pretty big new moon right at the center of Virgo. I say big new moon because I mean there were a lot of uh, big aspects going on and because the new moon itself formed an opposition to a major centaur planet called Nessus. The centaurs all being planets associated with healing. They are small bodies that are asteroid-like in size, but they have very long orbits, which makes them powerful and influential in consciousness. And the theme of Nessus is the theme of consequences. It's the theme of things uh, going around to come around. It is uh, the things that are the result of actions taken uh, long ago that then come back and find a home in the present, perhaps in some transformed way. Now, what's interesting is that this new moon in Virgo was also square a deep space point called the Great Attractor. As you may notice, I don't just use normal planets. Uh, it's not all just the moon through the signs, but I do some of that too. Uh, but today, uh, it is worth knowing that this uh, new moon was square a point called the Great Attractor. That is a deep space point. It's a focal point of 100,000 galaxies in our local region of space. They're all being pulled toward this point in mid-Sagittarius, in case you notice Sagittarius is an unusually intense sign. And the Great Attractor also has this sensation of actions taken now having events far off in uh, space and time, having results far off in space and time. So Nessus is saying what might be coming back as a result of things done long ago. The Great Attractor is saying, know that what you do now can and will have unpredictable effects far beyond your ability to perceive when they happen, things that you may not even know about or hear about. And so this is a reminder for you to be aware of the karma that you create in the actions that you take and to uh, do your best to keep some uh, karmic spin control on what you are doing. Uh, the moon remains in Virgo. Uh, I'll, uh, the Mars remains in Virgo as well. Mercury remains in Libra and Venus remains in Libra. Those are uh, most of the fast movers. Uh, let's go to Tuesday's chart. In Tuesday's chart, we have uh, an a noteworthy alignment of Mercury making an opposition to a different centaur, the first centaur, Chiron. Chiron is noted mainly for its intensity. It amplifies and focuses whatever comes in contact with it. And then in addition, Chiron can talk about the results of things that have taken a long time to develop. The main theme of Chiron is is healing. Uh, the 
issue with Chiron is that people get the message to make changes in their lives that are associated with reminders coming from Chiron and Chiron transits, but they don't take a note of the information. And so Chiron has to keep lock, knocking louder and louder to finally get the attention of most people. Now, if you're on top of things and you're, you're listening, you'll take the signs and the symbols, and you'll take the hints and the clues and the intuitive information, and you will put it to good use. Uh, you will take the things that your teachers and your healers say to you, and you will consider them carefully before simply believing them. But once you've considered them carefully and you have, in a sense, made the knowledge your own, um, you may remember that action is the fruit of knowledge. Action taken without knowledge, without that uh, property of being the fruit of investigation, of study, of reflection, can have significant uh, problematic results. So you are responsible for what you know. You are responsible for what you don't know. And that is the message of Chiron opposite Mercury. Um, also on Tuesday, I'm looking at a chart for Tuesday, 3.23 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. The moon is in, oh, that's today. <laughs> the moon, sorry. The moon is in a conjunction to, a little mixed up with the short week. The moon is in a conjunction to Mars. This goes by at 3.23 and 26 seconds. So uh, it is peaking in the early afternoon, really all day. And whatever uh, this thing may have been responsible for or, let's say, associated with in a close way is likely to have already happened by the time the aspect perfects it uh, at, at 23 minutes after 3 o'clock. And so then in the late afternoon or whatever it, time zone it is for you, uh, at late, late Tuesday, there is a kind of a cooling down phase uh, from this aspect. And notably, the moon is then void of course. Uh, the void of course moon means the moon is not making new aspects uh, until it enters the new sign. So let's, let's get a handle uh, easy on when when the moon enters Libra. The moon enters Libra uh, on September 7th, that's Tuesday, at 11.20.20 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, just before midnight. And so we have a fairly long moon void. These are very interesting phases. They're phases when uh, you are uh, able to resolve things or plan things, and also when results with negative consequences uh, tend, which seem to have negative consequences, actually uh, can be greatly mitigated or completely forgotten. Um, moon voids are good, good times to reflect on things. They're, they're good times to complete and resolve things. They're not good times to make beginning uh, gestures of things, to actually commence things. Um, whether it's you know a first meeting of some kind or uh, whether it's any really important meeting, um, whether it, for example, is making a major purchase of some kind. There's a, just a, a lot of uh, things that you want to avoid doing with the moon void, of course, and then that uh, can quickly resolve because the moon tends to change signs very 
frequently. Okay, so uh, so the next uh, major event is the moon entering Libra at 11.20.20 p.m. EDT. Now, we know when the moon gets into a cardinal sign, <clears throat> we're going to have um, an interesting run of things these days because the, the first thing that the moon does when it enters a any cardinal sign is it starts making a whole bunch of aspects to distant remote points and also to centaurs, a lot of centaur action today. Uh, the moon in Libra is on what is called the Aries point. And the Aries point is just the first degree of any of the cardinal signs, it's just given the Aries point is kind of shorthand name. And so the moon will be there. And that has a kind of an amplifying effect. And so remember that the things that you say and do can often be amplified when the moon is in the very early degrees of the cardinal signs. That would be Aries, Cancer, uh, Libra, and Capricorn. And so um, this is coupled with the moon making a lot of aspects to centaurs. For example, uh, centaurs and, and uh, distant points out by Pluto. So, for example, the moon will make a square to Ixion. This is a very important thing to remember that there is such a thing as right and wrong and that uh, their real unmitigated cruelty is never acceptable. And the only way you could get unmitigated cruelty is either in people or things incapable of moral judgment. And so when there's any aspect going on, to Ixion, which again is a, um, it's not quite a centaur, it's way out in the realm of Pluto, it's about about 250 year orbit. When there's any aspect to Ixion, uh, it, it is the time to remember that there is such a thing as right and wrong and an excellent time to sort that out. Then the moon will oppose Salacia in Aries. That's a reminder about sexual maturity. Let's all grow up a little bit. Let's learn how to have a conversation. The Mercury-Chiron opposition, by the way, still going on uh, through the week, is about learning how to have a conversation, a conversation focused on healing, a conversation that is uh, engaged in from a respectful and considerate standpoint, perhaps a little bit diplomatic, but with Chiron in the picture, with any centaur in the picture, it is necessary to be real, to actually say what you need, what you think, what you believe, and what you feel that does not have to be in an accusatory way. It can be framed as a question. Even questions can seem accusatory to people. But let's check in with each other about the nature of our inner reality. Okay, so um, so we've got the moon entering Libra, and then uh, on Wednesday, September 8th at 9 p.m. EDT, the moon has made a whole bunch of aspects to points in the early cardinal signs. These include, by the way, uh, Salacia and Quayar. Quayar is about family business. Folus is in the mix also. Folus is about family business. One thing we are not tending to recognize about this massive crisis that the entire world is going through is how closely related it is to the unresolved family business of individuals. There would be no way this much power and concern, fear, energy, toxicity, anxiety, all of this stuff could be drawn out of the human population 
like a battery were it not for the unresolved family business that is leading us to be in this state that we are in, a kind of an incomplete state, uh, a state where we do not really seek understanding, we're not really that interested in the past. All of these uh, aspects are saying, particularly to things like Quayar and Folus and even Ixion and Salacia are saying, understand what happened in the past. Be real about your past with people uh, with whom you are conversing. Uh, there, there is no point hiding things that are actually true for you. Uh, there, there may be some things that are not relevant, but I would say that the uh, probable best strategy is to err on the side of being a little more open and honest than you might ordinarily do. Um, this is not uh, the this is not the way of our times. Uh, over, let's see now. Then uh, the the moon continues to move through the cardinal signs, uh, where there is a lot going on. And so, uh, overnight Wednesday, and then all day Thursday, uh, the moon is uh, is making some spectacular aspects. This is Wednesday. 12:47 a.m. Let me switch tools here and uh, get a little more detail on. Um, sometimes it's just uh, a little tricky doing this. Let's look at events, and I'm interested in when the moon is square Pluto. This is a, an important turning point in our week. Moon is square Pluto. Uh, just before 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on the 9th. Okay, so um, let's do Thursday first, and then uh, and then and then. No, wait. Uh, sorry about this. A lot of charts to go through in 15 minutes. All right. Next big checkpoint is that uh, the Moon is square Pluto on the 9th. Uh, that would be Thursday. Um, and then the moon is making many aspects. Thursday is a very busy day. Uh, the moon makes aspects to, uh, let's go through them, Pluto, Eris, Vesta, Venus, Mars, if you count the semi-sextile, uh, Jupiter is in the mix. So Thursday is a high action day. Um it is difficult to advise on a day like this, except to say that Thursday, in a lot of ways, could be one of those before and after days where you're making uh, co commitments and promises and decisions that you may not understand. So I would say the most important thing you can do uh, on Wednesday in preparation for Thursday and then all day Thursday is to be highly conscious of what you are deciding of what you are committing to, of what you are promising, of what you expect from other people. Um, there is something very important in these charts, particularly for Thursday, with the moon conjunct Vesta at the heart of all of this, of making space for others to have the feelings that they have, making space for others to be themselves and not letting uh, these strange emotions like jealousy and envy get in the way of your ability to help others be in their reality and for your own sake to find people who can help you 
be in your reality. Ultimately, this is something that we do ourselves, but people who are close to us can facilitate or render more complicated um, our our, um, process of being ourselves, our process of learning how to evolve into sincere beings. And this seems to be the underlying theme that is just uh, vibrating and bubbling through all of the astrology of our moment. I'll have a new edition of StarCast for you either late Thursday or Friday. Check on our homepage at starcast.fm. That'll take you to the Planet Waves homepage where you'll find all kinds of exciting and interesting things. As mentioned, I'm also the host of planetwaves.fm. I'll have a new edition devoted to the astrology of the September 11th incident going up at 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday, September 10th, 2021. Signing off for now from Kingston, New York. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope and host of Planet Waves FM. Thanks for listening and stay in touch.